0: Remember, Jacob Supply, quality building materials at wholesale prices. And now, on to the show. Hey guys, welcome back to another Dead Men Walking Short, where we take a subject and talk about it for a few minutes. Today we're going to talk about what did the Founding Fathers actually think about the Second Amendment. There has been a lot of talk about the Second Amendment over the past few years, especially the past few weeks, and I've seen a lot of misquotes and misinterpretations of letters from the Founding Fathers. So I'm just going to read you in this short some of the quotes directly from the Founding Fathers and let you decide how they felt about the Second Amendment. What country can preserve its liberties if their rulers are not warned from time to time that their people preserve the spirit of resistance? Let them take arms. Thomas Jefferson, letter to William Stephen Smith. Son-in-law of John Adams, December 20th, 1787. To disarm the people is the most effectual way to enslave them. George Mason, referencing advice given to the British Parliament by Pennsylvania Governor Sir William Keith, June 14th, 1788. The Constitution of most of our states and of the United States assert that all power is inherent to the people, that they may exercise it by themselves, that it is their right and duty to be at all times armed. Thomas Jefferson, letter to John Cartwright, June 5th. 1824. Before a standing army can rule, the people must be disarmed, as they are in almost every country in Europe. The supreme power in America cannot enforce unjust laws by the sword, because the whole body of the people are armed and constitute a force superior to any band of regular troops. Noah Webster, An Examination of the Leading Principles of the Federal Constitution, October 10, 1787. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed, A well-regulated militia composed of the body of the people trained to arms is the best and most natural defense of a free country. James Madison, Annals of Congress, 434, June 8th, 1789. A militia, when properly formed, are in fact the people themselves and include, according to the past and general usage of the states, all men capable of bearing arms. To preserve liberty, it is essential that the whole body of the people always possess arms and be taught alike, especially when young, How to use them. Richard Henry Lee, Federal Farmer, No. 18, January 25th, 1788. The supposed quietude of a good man allures the ruffian. While on the other hand, arms, like law, discourage and keep the invader and the plunderer in awe and preserve order in the world as well as property. The balance of power is the scale of peace. The same balance would be preserved where all the world destitute of arms, for all would be alike. But since some will not, others dare not lay them aside. And while a single nation refuses to lay them down, it is proper that all should keep them up. Horrid mischief would ensue where one half the world deprived of the use of them for while ambition have a place in the heart of man the weak will become a prey to the strong the history of every age and nation establishes these truths and facts need but little argument when they prove themselves thomas Paine, thoughts on a defensive war in pennsylvania magazine july 1775 i ask who are the militia They consist now of the whole people, except a few public officers. George Mason, an address to the Virginia Ratifying Convention on June 4, 1788. This may be considered as the true palladium of liberty. The right of self-defense is the first law of nature. In most governments, it has been the study of rulers to confine this right within the narrowest limits possible. Whenever standing armies are kept up, and the right of the people to keep and bear arms is under any color or pretext whatsoever, prohibited, liberty, if not already annihilated, is on the brink of destruction. St. George Tucker, Blackstone's Commentaries on the Laws of England, 1803. The Constitution shall never be construed to prevent the people of the United States who are peaceable citizens from keeping their own arms. Samuel Adams, Massachusetts Ratifying Convention, 1788. And we'll close out with a quote from Patrick Henry on the speech to the Virginia Ratifying Convention, June 5th, 1778, one of my favorites. Guard with jealous attention the public liberty. Suspect everyone who approaches that jewel. Unfortunately, nothing will preserve it but downright force. Whenever you give up that force, you are ruined. The great object is that every man be armed. Everyone who is able... Might have a gun. Guys, thanks so much for listening to another Dead Men Walking Short. As always, we appreciate you listening, and as always, God bless.